The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning, my friends, and welcome back as we take some time in God's word together to study and to be encouraged and to be inspired through the truths of God's word. And I want to thank you for joining us on this Friday as we finish our week out together. And we're encouraged and appreciate the opportunity to be part of your week and really hope it's been a help this week. We think of this coming Sunday. We invite you to join us as we will have our two normal services. Sunday morning, our service will be at 10 o'clock in person and online and in the evening service at five o'clock. We continue in our study through the book of Acts in the morning and then a study through the book of Revelation in the evening. So we would invite you to join us if you can make it in person. We'd love to have you. Our morning services have nursery, children's program, and interpreting for the deaf. The evening service has the nursery available. The younger children would be in with us. Uh, But we'd love the opportunity to have you and join us uh, for these two services. If you can't make it in person, we'd love to have you join us online at our website at bensalembaptist.org. You can also seek out our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Today we're going to be in Ecclesiastes chapter number 11 as we're working our way towards the last couple chapters of the book of Ecclesiastes. And we're going to look at six verses, the first six verses today. Uh, and we're going to give three primary thoughts, thoughts that I believe we've seen here. And when you first read these verses, because, you know, obviously Solomon's using poetic figurative language. And because of that, sometimes you say, what is exactly what, he, what is he saying here? So let me evaluate it. We'll unpack the verses. And then we're going to look at these three, I think, important practical truths uh, that we each of us need in our Christian life. Uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse number 1. Cast thy bread upon the waters, for thou shalt find it after many days. Give a portion to seven, and also to eight, for thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. If the clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there it shall be. He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. As thou knowest not what is the way of the Spirit, nor how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child, even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. In the morning sow thy seed, in the evening withhold not thine hand. For thou knowest not whether shall, um, whether shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. Now when we look at this, you're seeing three principles. The primary premise of these three verses really is referencing us to live a more bold, a more pursuing, a more faith-filled life. Uh, when you get older, it's easy to kind of become a more cautious. You have an extra amount of limited money. When younger people, younger Christians, all of this is true, uh, there's an excitement. There is, I believe God can do this. What God's done for me, I believe he can do for others. Uh, there's more of a willingness to give and to do. Uh, there's a level of ambition. Uh, because, well, honestly, as you get older, you have the seasons of life that have taught you great wisdom But in many occasions, these seasons of life that taught us wisdom have also taught us a bit too much of precaution. We go from being extremely optimistic people uh, to what many call realistic people uh, to what some call completely pessimistic people. We can kind of go that realm. And what Solomon's challenging is at the end of life is whether you are in your young season where you're, you're young and all, everything's ahead of you or whether you're looking back as a grandparent over all of your life don't start just getting in your comfort zone. One of the greatest 
things we, worst things, let me say, one of the worst things we can do as Christians in our journey with God is just to be, allow ourselves to be stuck in our comfort zone. Uh, we're comfortable there, but we, we rarely impact anything. We rarely grow when we're surrounded in our comfort zone. So it's important for us to be willing, as God opens doors, to step through them. But in this situation, he's given us three thoughts from these six verses. So I'm gonna look at the first two verses. Cast thy bread upon the waters, and for, uh, thou shalt find it after many days. Now what in the world is Solomon telling us? Why is he throwing bread to the water? Well, simply what he's saying is he's talking about giving money. Put it out there. Now, why the waters? Well, initially, when you, if you're throwing money out to, if you're gonna take your money and just throw it to the water, you're not gonna get anything back. You're just lost. The premise is, don't only invest with money into things where you're convinced you can get back. Be generous in your life. Be generous to others, be generous to God. And, and please understand, that we'll talk about in a moment, there needs to be wisdom with this, but be generous. Uh, well, I've given my $2, or I've given this or given that, but maybe God wants you to impact other people. So be generous. When you're throwing it to the water, there's no guarantee of that money coming back. And he says, you'll find it after many days. God will take care of you. It'll be not always, not just necessarily all that money back, but God is always guaranteed that if I live generously in his will, he'll take care of me. Then he talks about how generous were to give in verse two. Give a portion of what we own. Give a, a portion of, to seven people. I'll give some more to eight people. For thou knowest not what evil shall be upon the earth. You don't know what people are going to deal with. And here's, here's what without evil shall be upon the earth. A lot of times we're refusing to give. And, and the pandemic can put us in that, in, where we're at in the situation, the inflation, all these things in this current world. We say, well, I don't know if I could still give as much. Or I don't know if I can give as much because, man, the economy may fall apart. Infl inflation may cause a recession. And we can begin uh, to see these battles as, I don't know if I can give because I really don't know what's going on. Well, living generously demands that we live by faith. I don't know what's going to come tomorrow, but I do know that God wants me uh, to be wise with my money and to be generous with what I have been given. Now, I think that starts with church. I think it starts with investing what you've been given back, not just into church in general, but what the church represents. It represents Jesus Christ and reaching out and loving people and ministering to people. So we give to that so that we can do those things. And that's why we invest. And, and then we can go beyond in, in missions and in encouragement. The key is this, if I live selfishly, that's what I can expect. You know, I can't expect anything in return. If I give to missions and I hear about God doing great things in Africa, I'm part of that. And then I can live in rejoicing. So the first thing is says, live generously. Then he goes on to verse three. If clouds be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if the tree fall toward the south or toward the north, in the place where the tree falleth, there shall it be. Common sense. Like storms are going to come. Wind may even blow a tree down. These things are going to happen. You cannot control those things. Verse four. He that observeth the wind shall not sow. He that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. So he says, live generously, live courageously. We really don't know what's going to happen if a storm comes and the results of the storm. We don't know if a tornado is going to come or a hurricane or anything. And so one of the reasons we don't live generously sometimes is we don't live courageously. What's going to happen? I don't know. We're trying to hold on to things. We know God's in control, so we still need to live life. So as a Christian, whether you're young or whether you're at the other end, the key is going to be stop and don't live so cautiously. we got to be wise, I'll say, but, but live like, well, I, I'm so nervous. I live generously. I live courageously. If God's asked me to do something and I live, live in obedience to do it, and just because I'm not 25 doesn't mean God can't take care. So he tells me to live generously. He tells me to live courageously. Verse number five, as thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit, 
and how the bones do grow in the womb of her that is with child, even so thou knowest not the works of God who maketh all. In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thine hand. For thou knowest not whether shall, uh, shall prosper, either this or that, or whether they both shall be alike good. So he's saying, we don't, we don't know the way of the Spirit, how a baby is really growing. He's giving us things, again, we have limited knowledge about why. Live by faith. I'm going to live courageously. I'm going to live uh, generously, courageously, but I'm going to live by faith. I really don't know how a lot of things work in life. God has designed it, and it's beautiful, and I really can't fully understand how it is, and science will never fully, ever fully understand all of what God has created and designed. So therefore, God knows more. He's in control, so I can live generously. I can live courageously if I live by faith. It's the whole focus to it. So I decide to live by faith. Step out in obedience to God, live by faith. Now, by the way, it kind of goes in a circle. Yeah. I have to be willing to live by faith, which living by faith produces a courage and a courageousness to live my life, that I'm ambitious, I'm going to go. God can still use me and God can still do great things, which then results in me living generously. Now, generous with my money, generous with my possessions, generous with my time. That's how it works. Now, let me give you three thoughts that I read in one of the books this morning I was reading about this. Three warnings from another pastor, three thoughts to consider in living, in living by faith, living with courage, and living generously. He says, one, start living it up today, never quit. Don't wait until the perfect time. If God's opened a door, go through it. Again, that doesn't mean give away all your money, but you understand, live generously, live wisely, but do it today. Don't wait for everything to work because it'll never, never will too. Remember that wisdom must accompany action. We must always use wisdom. We must always obey the word of God. If I give all my money away where I can't pay my bills, God has not promised to pay my bills. I still need to take care of my responsibilities first. But we wait for God's action. So start today. Remember, wisdom has to accomplish these. Number three, watch out for the enemy. He needs the attacks during the laws and action. When I'm waiting between things that God has asked me to do, Satan's going to attack. He's going to give me reasons not to do this. And you need to be safe. You need to be all those things. Be careful. Don't believe a lie of Satan. So consider those three thoughts as we strive to live by faith, live courageously, and live generously with all that God has given us. At some point, we're going to, we're going to end up in heaven. Our life will be over. What have we done to invest into eternity and into others? with all that God has given to us. Well, thanks again for joining us on this Friday morning as we finish the week out together. I hope it's an encouragement as we examine the Word of God. And more than that, I hope as we learn from these truths that it's not just, okay, that's what this passage in Ecclesiastes means. Father, I need to do this because that's when we begin to see God work in our life, when we live out the truths that we've learned in the Word of God. And I hope that you are doing that. Thanks again for joining us. Again, we invite you Sunday morning, 10 o'clock in the morning, Sunday evening at 5 o'clock, in person or online. And we greatly appreciate the chance to minister and hopefully encourage you. We hope to see you again on Monday.